This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Grady and live on Skype. We've got Josh. Hey. Uh, Raw Smackdown, NXT, the last set of shows before we talk about our Rumble predictions next week on the show. Uh, but on the lead up, we are getting some pretty good segments. Um, one of which, I guess, at the moment, Kind of a storyline is Sami Zayn and uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, um, it's sort of similar to a certain storyline from last year that you hated, so <laughs> why not? It, Sammy seems to be the kind of guy that they bring in the celebrities for mm-hmm. if they're just wanting to put the celebrity over and they don't need to do anything major with them. Like, say, Bad Bunny last year. <laughs> Bad Bunny went with Miz because they needed to do something really major with. And, yeah. And Sammy ended up with the uh, person that, that bought a fake Pokemon box. <laughs> yeah. For three he, and a half million. <laughs> he does get put into those, like, celebrity segment roles, I guess, where, yeah, he can just make an utter fool of himself. Um, like... As you said, with The Miz and Bad Bunny, they wanted to do a full-on match. The Miz didn't really look like a fool leading up to it. You you sort of saw them as two serious competitors. Whereas when you look at Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, that's just pure sports entertainment segments there. You know, Sami Zayn's trying to run himself down in a shopping trolley and jump the ring. Uh it is what it is, and I'm sure in the Rumble it'll be a nice little interesting piece as the two of them come out. Yeah, and that we could get a potentially a match at WrestleMania. It would I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm. I mean, Sammy is what he is. He's not. Um, he's a mid card guy. He's not going to ever be top tier. Um, that's unfortunate, but. You need somebody in those type of roles, and yeah. Sammy's good at it. Um, and it, and I know a lot of people hate celebrity tie-ins and stuff, but it's not a bad spot to be put up to have the the company say we depend on you to put on something good with this celebrity. For years, that was Big Show, and Big Show usually delivered. Usually, uh, there are <laughs> exceptions to the rule. Akabano comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but usually, um, and then last year we had the amazing match with Bad Bunny and the Miz, as we've been talking about. And so I, I wouldn't be down opposed to it. Um, but it is just see, fun to see Sami Zayn doing these wacky things <laughs> that aren't part of the conspiracy that we've seen for two years. Yeah, and I think another important piece to mention, and it could have just been 
you know, a passing little piece, but the segment did actually end with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs coming out and uh, and launching Sammy, but potentially could lead to to a Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura rematch uh, now on the on the main roster Intercontinental Championship on the line. Maybe uh, maybe you could just put Johnny Knoxville in the corner of Shinsuke uh, and have the tie in be that way. It's always possible. Um, Look, anything with Shinsuke would be an improvement on nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's been almost a year since the last time it was defended on, on pay-per-view. Yep. Well, they're not even pay-per-views anymore. They're just uh, live specials. <laughs> yeah, special live event or something fancy. Um, but yeah, it is It is what it is. Um, I... I hate to say this, but I think I've always been one that was kind of vocal against Sinchke. Um, I like his talent, but unfortunately he suffers from a, a translation issue. He can't translate to the common audience, largely because people can't understand him. And that's unfortunately due to his accent. I have I said I, I liked his talent, but I always said I think that was going to be the one thing that would hold him back. Unless they got him a manager. And when they turned him heel against AJ, they should have gotten him a manager. Could you imagine the wonders he could have done with, say, MVP? <laughs> yeah. All, sometimes all you need for someone like that is that mouthpiece. Uh, and Rick Boogs is kind of weird as a manager because he isn't really a mouthpiece. He's kind of like a guitar piece. Um, but it's kind of, you know, like the two of them do have charisma and spades, whether they are able to um show it off like we always knew uh boogs when he was back in nxt and everything this is a standout because he was this big personality and everything and shinsuke when he's uh decided to show it uh also has personality and charisma and spades but as you say there's a little bit of a um presentation uh problem with getting it out and so if you could do that these two should be to the moon levels of charisma uh there's just that little barrier or that little something that's not happening yeah um yeah or even making them Heyman guys if we weren't going if we weren't doing the um the uh here putting him with reigns and then with back with lesnar if we had put him with with sinsuke and books that would have worked because Heyman would have made it work hmm um, so yeah, it's just, it's just, I think that is the lost art of, of management, of being a manager has really hurt a lot of potential top stars because there have been a lot of stars that could have used a mouthpiece that didn't have one because there aren't that many in, in the business anymore. And again, I think that would have been great if they had, had Corey Graves do that when he retired as a wrestler. Him, he's been a great commentator, but I think he would have been a perfect modern manager. They could still do that with him being cleared now that he can take bumps. Uh, but it's, it's just, I'd like to see more managers. And, and that leads me back to NXT with our old buddy, um, Robert Stone. Yeah, that there's a few different a, ones. Uh, NXT, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's been entertaining with what he's done, which has shocked me because I 
<laughs> Remember saying like six years ago when he was on uh, the reality television show on CBS? I think Amazing Race was it, it was. And then I could not believe he, he was representing professional wrestling. <laughs> and that's a long way to come from from uh, Robbie E to me saying I like the guy, what the guy is doing. Mm-hmm. Is Robert Stone. So, but he's a comic comedy. Um, manager. He's not to be taken seriously. Which, again, is a lot of a problem with the managers, is that there's not people there that are to be taken seriously. Mm. The way they need to be. Yeah, and- I think back on, like, to look to NXT again, just the sort of most recent, and I'm sure it is not recent when I think about it, but Paul Allering with the Authors of Pain um, was somebody to be taken seriously. Um, and I think did and, well in his role. Yeah, that, but that was mostly because of the fact that he was a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you had thrown anybody else into that role, it wouldn't have worked because they wouldn't have believed him. Like, for example, Drake Maverick, when they put him with them, that didn't work. No. <laughs> um, by a long shot, that didn't work. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I, I think back of the 80s and 90s and I remember, um, like, Captain Lou Albano, um, and then you had Freddie Blassie, you had, um, Jimmy Hart, you had, obviously, what people considered the greatest of all time, Bobby the Brain Heenan, you had Paul Bear, who was, before that was known as Percy Pringle, Pringle, and did great things in the South, as that. And then, you, of course, you had, it was Paul Bear, and then you just have Brother Love, and you have all these great managers that could carry segments for people who necessarily weren't that great or established as characters yet. And that's... needs We need a renaissance of that. We need some more managers that can do that. It It's just such a dying role that's so sad. Yeah, nowadays the only real manager you have is Paul Heyman, and it's a game of who gets Paul Heyman, right? Brock Lesnar leaves for yeah. a little while, we buff him at Reigns, and then Brock Lesnar comes back, he's gone again. Yeah. Uh, but if you're talking about managers and you're talking about Robbie E, uh, someone who was formerly in the Robert Stone brand, uh, Alea coming up to the main roster and uh, gives Natalia another Guinness World Record. Oh, boy. I had a feeling that would be your reaction to this one. I had to bring it up. It, it is. Um, it's just fun to see. Um, I mean, it is a new talent. We have to get her over. Natalia is the least. That's going to be the one person that isn't going to be hurt by anything, really. So, sure. Put put her over in a three-second match. <laughs> um Obviously, I want to see more. I want to see them actually do something with Alea. It's just, it's, again, it's a new body. Something we need, desperately need in the women's division. <laughs> um, uh, so, and Natalia, and it gives Natalia something to do other than tweet pictures of her cat. <laughs> yeah, if you're talking about, you know, desperately needing bodies in the, the women's division, you can see that because it appears as though we're heading for maybe at WrestleMania, maybe down the line, 
Lita coming back for a SmackDown Women's Championship match. Um, if, if we're reaching the bring in a legend for a marquee title match, uh, it'll be interesting. The division's pretty empty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's sort of similar to when Charlotte faced, um, Trish Stratus a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be fine with it. I don't want to see Lita as champion. Um, because I think that would just, um, Delittle the championship. Um, and at that point, you might as well retire it and just have one champion. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'd be down for just seeing what Flair can bring out of, uh, Lita after all these years. Mm. Uh, Flair's basically just collecting legends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, out of the, what was considered the first revolution, you had Trish, and then you had Lita. And there were a few other bodies, of course. Um, my girl, Molly. Hmm. Um, but they were the two big names. So, yeah, it makes sense if you if you have the greatest of the current era going over the greatest of the, the first era. Yeah, it makes sense. Hmm. And we are about halfway through our show this week, and that means it is time to go into our entrance theme, and uh, it is going to be none other than the Irishman Seamus, and that song is playing for you right about now. Back to the wrestling roundup on free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Grady. He's Josh. Uh, we still got Raw. We still got some NXT. We still got a lot to get through here. Uh, but one thing I definitely want to make sure we have time to touch on: uh, Damian Priest, who was pretty much undefeated in one-on-one uh, competition, has taken a loss up against Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um. Of all people in the mat in on Raw, it definitely makes sense for Kevin Owens to be down. Because Owens has been wrestling for the WWE Championship, which is considered a greater championship than Priest's United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Owens, Owens also doing it the dirty way that he did it also makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it kind of protects Priest from his, with his first loss. At the same time, it also gives us a reason to have another match. Potentially for the title, where we could potentially have Priest lose it. Owens becomes United States Champion, I think, for the third time. Third or fourth. Um, and we get, um, we get Owens, uh, our heel Owens with the United States Championship. And then we can have Priest move on to maybe, uh, elevating him to, I don't know, a Money in the Bank win? Maybe. Keep pitching that. You'll get the. Um, hey, I have a pretty good track record with it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't deny the stats. Um, if we we jump over to NXT, uh, just a couple of things to mention: the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is kicking off, um, and we got our first few matches uh the creed brothers overcoming josh briggs and brooks jensen uh in one match while malik blade and idris Enofe uh overcome legado del fantasma in the other um and moving on into the semifinals yeah um i'm not honestly that surprised i think i think this year they want to build more of the more newer teams mm-hmm uh, with this one. So I actually expect the finals to be Jacket Time versus the Creed Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's my finals. I know you had, you and, um, Brandon had picked yours. I never actually put mine out. I just said, I think Jacket Time's winning. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's the case. But I would not be surprised with the Creed Brothers winning. I just don't see MSK or the Grizzle Young Vets in the finals again. No. Because that's what they did last year. <laughs> and I don't see that happening again. Yeah, um, in my was, picks, I, I believe did have the, Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I like, so I, I like that they moved the Creed brothers along, and they, they basically eliminated the, uh, uh, Legardo de Fantasia. But yeah, I, I think this year it's going to be to establish a new, new star of a team. Mm-hmm. That's either going to be Jack at Time or the Creed Brothers, in my opinion. We'll see where where we are in a couple weeks when we get to towards the finals, but I think that will be our finals. Mm-hmm. And the Legado del Fantasma match also set up, I guess, uh, Santos Escobar and Bron Breaker uh, having a little bit of a feud there. Uh, Bron intimidating them, heading into it, and, and keeping Escobar out when he tried to interfere in the match. Um, so potentially something there for our NXT champion. Uh, and then in our NXT main event, uh, Roderick Strong unfortunately fell as we kind of expected him to, to the might of, and I'm only going to continue calling him Walter, to the might of Walter. I, I have no problem calling him Gunther because I like the name. Mm. As long as it remains I, I, just Gunther. Yes. Uh, I, I I imagine the chance. Gunther, Gunther, Gunther. As um, long as we're not naming our wrestling wrestlers after World War Two Nazi commanders with a last name, then we're well, fine. To be to be fair, Walter was also a name of several of the uh, Nazi commanders. With a first so name not- only, we're good. 
And the copyright was for full also, name. Yeah, he also apparently have had a uh, former gimmick name of Big Daddy Walter. So that just sounds. Is hilarious. it really that bad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it really that bad though? When you compare it to that, um, I like. I, I mean, I don't mind it. Um, it it is what it is. Um, clearly, he's going to be uh, a villain, and the the people put too much stock in a name anyway. Um, this this is so they can order. Um, uh, can control his rights, and. There are worse names. Just ask T-Bar. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it, for most, like, we all saw it coming after, like, the trademark notice went in. We were really hoping it wasn't going to be the full name. Um, but for somebody who you've already, you know, had compete on NXT, you've had, he was the longest reigning NXT UK champion for a year and a half. He's been on the main roster for Survivor Series and a couple other matches. He's the leader of a faction that's referenced constantly throughout NXT. And then to just be like, yeah, he's called Gunther now. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, it also, uh, Gunther also means, um, means king in German. Uh, so it's actually a kind of a smart name, too. Uh, we will have to wait and see. Uh, at the moment, not a huge fan. Didn't see a huge uh, reasoning around it, but we'll see. Uh, is there anything else you want to get off? We got about maybe five minutes left in the uh, in the show. Is there anything else that you want to make mention of SmackDown Raw or NXT or off brand? Let's see. Providing the world, you can have any topic you'd like. Um, let's. Except for Austin that one. Theory, Austin Theory of Finn Balor. <laughs> Again, Austin Theory just going over. They really see something in this guy. Yeah. Um, this, I like this. Yeah, people are, the internet is going nuts because apparently, because he lost to Austin Theory, a new guy they're trying to establish that has 20 years potentially in the business ahead of him against somebody who's Pushing 40. People don't want to hear that, but Finn isn't young. Um, is a, a sin. It's, they're, they've decided to stop pushing Finn Balor because they put him under Austin Theory. This really is the Drew McIntyre chosen one storyline again, right? Like, Mr. McMahon is personally giving instructions to Austin Theory, threatening him if he's gonna lose. Austin Theory basically is the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I would love to see this eventually build to a match with Drew. If Drew can get healthy enough for it. Mm. Uh, because I think that would be a great payoff. Have Austin do all these wins and stuff. Maybe even give him like a run with the United States title. Uh, and then have him fall. Um, have him run up against eventually Drew and have them have a, a, a feud. I think that would be an amazing payoff for it and it would further elevate Austin Theory because he would be working with a guy who's considered three in the company. Yeah. If you have, because you have Roman at one, 
two kind of fluctuates at times. It's sometimes Seth. It's sometimes, uh, it's sometimes Drew. It's sometimes in part time. It's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, he's for sure in that upper echelon, that S tier. Yeah. yeah, and so that would only further. Um, so Austin Theory, I think he's developed himself a nice character. He's working well off of Vince, who can still cut promos and stuff, even at his over 80, uh, he's still, and, uh, age. And, um, so I, I just, I want to see where they go with Austin Theory. Because I think this kid has the it factor to be something major, not, not in the next couple years, but uh, four, five years from now, he he could be WrestleMania main eventing WrestleMania for the company, and I would not have a problem with it because I think he has it in him. Yeah, we will have to we'll have to see what Austin Theory's future is, as you say, in five six years down the line, where he ends up being. Um, we have tried and failed with him before. That doesn't mean that we should stop trying. Uh, he's got something in him, got a little bit of a spark. And then we've got maybe one minute left in the show. I'm going to quickly throw in this eight-man tag team match just because I found the post-match stuff funny. Uh, Street Profits and the Mysterios ended up beating uh, the Dirty Dogs and then Cruz and Aziz. But after the match, uh, Ray and Dominic turned on the Street Profits and threw them over the top rope. And then immediately after that, Ray Mysterio turned on his son and threw him over the top rope. And sort of taught him a vital Royal Rumble lesson that uh, it's every man for himself. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. But that that uh, was a good little match. Uh, and of course, obviously, all it was was just, hey, uh, the Rumble's in two weeks. Let's not forget it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it can possibly um, with Mysterio being the cover boy for the um, the new game. More ammunition for a potential heel turn for Dominic. Personally, I would be very happy if this little post-match segment ended up in Dominic eliminating Ray in the actual Rumble. I feel like that would be a nice little uh, symmetry to it. Um, and that would, I guess, bring them towards their eventual uh, eventual clash that we're going to see down the line with the, the two Mysterios facing off. I think... If it has, if it's going to happen, it has to happen sooner than later, and I think it would have to happen at WrestleMania. Mm. So I think the explosion has to happen around Rumble. Maybe he does eliminate him, like you suggested, and then the next night um, on Raw, they question, he gets questioned about it, and of course he says it. Well, it's the Royal Rumble; every man for themselves. Even Dad has to understand that. And then they have a match, and Dominic short arms him. And they lose the match, and then he just takes out his frustrations on on Ray, and that leads to a WrestleMania match. Bada-bing, bada-boom, easy done. Uh, But that is all we've got time for this week. Uh, It's been great talking to you. Bye-bee. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will catch you next week with our preview for the Royal Rumble.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.